0: You you felt feelings, maybe yes. not enjoyment. I felt a full range of feelings today. Yeah. <laughs> so, welcome to 5 Minute Film Finder.
1: Brought to you by Pioneer Library System. Hi, thank you for joining us for the 5 Minute Film Finder. My name is London and I am joined today by the man behind the curtain, Ben. Hello. Hi Ben, how are you? Doing well. How are you? I am doing very well. Um I think it's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We should talk about that. Yeah. Um I love St. Patrick's Day.
0: What's your favorite part?
1: I have always loved um so typically I would be off work today. Um you just go run around with friends. There are things to do, you get all decked out in green, there's people to see, people are dressed up weird, you take pictures with people. It's mm-hmm. just it's a fun day. Yeah. Um <laughs> how about you?
0: Oh, um for me I feel like all of my like n- all of my like fuzzy feelings about st patrick's day are wrapped up in childhood uh doing green eggs and ham at o'connell's uh i i uh went to a daycare right around the corner of where they originally were back then
1: that is a staple of norman st patrick's day
0: yeah yeah it's definitely the the gathering point and the the focal point of that holiday in norman
1: well you know this isn't a normal year unfortunately we're still kind of bouncing back from a pandemic or we're trying to um so you know we wanted to do something still for saint patrick's day i did have the thought hey we should watch um the leprechaun movies for the podcast that didn't really work out today but we came up with something else didn't we ben
0: we sure did so we have a couple of movies starring our favorite irish national colin farrell um so both of these movies are by the director Yorgos Lanthimos, uh a, a Greek director you may be familiar with from the movie The Favourite. Um did you enjoy our watching experience today?
1: Oh, it it was something. <laughs> you you felt feelings, maybe yes. not enjoyment. I felt a full range of feelings today. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: All right. Um well, uh would you like to kick us off by talking about the killing of a
1: sacred deer i would love to um i will have mr wilhelm start the clock for me um so we're starting with the darker of the two films Ben. absolutely (laughs) um so this came out in 2017 the killing of a sacred deer um kind of a psychological thriller um maybe not what you always think of with horror, but this is a horror movie. Um, You're going to be unsettled. um, Deeply. And I'm okay with that. It's kind of fun. So I I borrowed a synopsis from IMDb. This says, Stephen, a charismatic surgeon, is forced to make an unthinkable sacrifice after his life starts to fall apart when the behavior of a teenage boy he has taken under his wing turns sinister. Does that sound fair and accurate to you?
0: Yes, yes, that is. I think a very, very well crafted synopsis.
1: They the word sinister needed to be in there. That's good. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of thought watching this. It's kind of the new Sophie's Choice. Yes. Yeah. Cause so
0: it it's all. It's all about the like the terror of having to make an unthinkable decision,
1: right, and I, I don't know if anyone strives to be the new Sophie's choice, but <laughs> yeah. but they made it happen with this movie. so um we have a great cast. again, we have Colin Farrell as um, Dr. Stephen Murphy, Nicole Kidman is playing his wife, Dr. Anna Murphy. Um, Barry Keegan is playing Martin, the kind of disturbing teenager that um, Stephen is interacting with. He's very mysterious. Um, and we have Alicia Silverstone as Martin's mother. She's kind of popped up in this small role. I think we were both excited about that. Oh,
0: yeah. I was I was so pumped. Uh, big fan of Clueless in the day. Yes. Who wasn't? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so, it, you know, it's hard to talk about this and not give things away. But, um, again the movie starts you don't really know what to expect um steven is he's meeting up with this teenage boy you don't really know what the nature of their relationship is it's it's weird and it's awkward and there aren't a lot of questions answered um it kind of just the story moves along and martin the teenager is kind of just digging further and further into steven's family life um until it kind of takes a turn and this this weird thing happens
0: yeah and at that point, it just kind of explodes in, into oh, it's not just it's not just unsettling. It's like oh, this is much bigger and s- scarier than you you originally think.
1: Right. And something I like is that the characters they don't question what is happening. They kind of just accept it and go along. Yeah. In a normal movie, they might be talking about well, the magic that is happening, or the curse, or or there's witchcraft or something. Yeah. But um, they don't do that. It's. It's, for the most part, this movie feels very real-world, but, but not entirely. It's The lobster is less real-world than this movie. Yeah, absolutely. But um, they just kind of move along from that. Um, I do love... So, again, this thing is happening. They're, they're all going through this experience. They all know that one family member is not going to walk away from what is happening. And what's really interesting to me was watching the family all turn on each other and throwing each other under the bus.
0: Yes, yeah. I think my my favorite disturbing part that was also kind of like classic teenagers was when the daughter was like, "When you die, can I have your MP3 player? Yeah, please. Yeah,
1: please." <laughs> I was just, just like, "Oh
0: my god!" And just so so ca- unsettling. Just it, and she's yeah. just so casual about yeah. it
1: too. Um, there's a point where something new is happening with the little brother, and she's she calls for her mom, and she says, "Mom, Bob's dying." <laughs> And yeah. kind of meant in a serious way, but also she she doesn't seem real frightened by this. Yeah,
0: I I guess at this point we should mention uh, if you're not familiar with Yorgos Lanthimos as a director, stylistically he has uh, this uh, tact for uh, making his actors reduce their emotional output on screen to almost non-existent levels. It's very flat readings. It's very much about the lines. And, and just the interactions and less about the, like, really expressing big emotions. He lets it happen through, like, his shots and the music. And everything else is kind of building the tension. But in this case, it makes you almost, like, suspicious of everyone. Because everybody feels so, like, sterile and, like, creepy. Right. <laughs> despite, like, you know very clearly who the bad guy is in the movie. But everybody feels, like like wrong as off
1: i i like in this movie and the lobster too watching any version of um invasion of the body snatchers absolutely um yeah. you're like these people aren't quite right what's wrong with them i think they might be pod people
0: i think they're inhabited <laughs> you you might have
1: a hard time identifying with people or maybe not i i don't know every one of you but um there, there's something off with the people and it just kind of keeps you in that disturbed state while you're watching ah! this so i have been cut off i will tell you real quick um this film features adult content so um you know use your own discretion but we think this is a great movie we enjoyed it it is available to stream on canopy hoopla and the library also carries it on dvd and um with that we will take a break and we'll come back and hear about our second movie oh hi there we just wanted to take a moment to tell you about a few of our library services today We are proud to be offering curbside service at all of our locations for pickup of physical materials such as all your favorite books and beloved movies, and we also continue to offer a treasure trove of digital items as well. For our purposes today, let us bring your attention to our streaming services Hoopla and Canopy, just two of the many perks included with your Pioneer Library card. Through Hoopla you can discover digital items ranging from ebooks to music to movies and television shows. And with Canopy, you can explore an impressive library of streaming film titles. And now back to our program. And we are back. Um, Mr. Ben, you have a second movie for us? I do. So our second movie today is The Lobster. Um, I'm going to have
0: Wilhelm start the timer for us again real fast. Ah! All right. So The Lobster. uh, Lobster... Came out, I believe, in twenty fifteen. Yes, sir. Yeah, um, it is also rated R. It it's kind of hard to define the genre. It's it's a comedy. It's a drama. It's uh, near future dystopian science fiction. Uh, it's a lot of things. Uh, it's it and it's still very much uh, Yorgos Lanthimos style. Uh, very very dry. Um, so the lobster. Uh, it takes place in the near future, where um, basically the whole world is under the laws of the city, and single people are outlawed. So if you if you uh, get out of a relationship, you are arrested and taken to the hotel, where you are then required to find a new mate within forty five days, or you are transformed into a animal of your choice. That
1: sounds like a normal situation you to know, me, like, Ben.
0: You know, things we all face. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so in, in Colin Farrell's case, he's our our lead in this movie as well. Uh, he chooses to be a lobster. He just recently was uh, broken up with, and it's it's an in, interesting tone because, like, it is it's a funny movie. It's it's very intellectual, like. Just conceptually, it's so absurd that you can't help but just like be thinking, "Oh, this is so funny! I can't believe this is happening." But at no point was I like laughing out loud, but I still had like the enjoyment of like, "This is so well crafted and interesting." Um, What What did you think about the tone of the movie? It holds your
1: attention all the way through. Yeah, you're not going to get bored. So, yeah, yes, it's a black comedy, but um, you're you're not. Rolling on the floor laughing, R-O-F-L, but um, it is amusing, it's interesting, it it really just kind of keeps you on point with it, and you're wondering what is happening in this movie, it's very strange.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, like, straight from the first scene, like, it kind of, like, keeps you off balance, but um, you're introduced to this woman driving in a car uh, straight from the beginning, and... Then she stops the car, gets out, and she's in a field where there's two donkeys, and she just shoots one of them.
1: Almost no explanation.
0: Yeah, just and 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 it just leaves that, and then carries on with the movie. Um, So once you get the context of the movie, you understand a little more and can kind of like fill in some dots. But it's it's really it does not feel beholden to the viewer to explain itself. It it just kind of like lets you kind of live in the curiosity of how strange this world is
1: not much is going to be explained to you you just have you (laughs) have to go along with it
0: yeah did you have any favorite scenes in this movie
1: i'll tell you what's disturbing is when the woman who likes biscuits is how she's described has (laughs) has jumped from her hotel room and no one is really moved by this and the woman who's described as being totally heartless says she can't she can't hear the conversation because the woman's screaming and there's blood and biscuits everywhere um (laughs) it's disturbing yeah this this movie is scary yeah it's comedic but there are still scary bits you'll be it's unnerving
0: yeah absolutely um yeah just the the whole like he is he's a very singular voice i think in directing uh yorgos lanthimos um this movie is also like very beautifully shot, like very planned out. I think you mentioned uh, when we were talking earlier that there's something he has akin to uh, Wes Anderson. Yes, like absolutely. It's, it's very stylized. Uh, similarly, like very reduced emotional uh, reactions of the actors.
1: Just much darker.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's like the the dark side of, of the moon of of that same mm-hmm. style. Um, Speaking of of the aesthetics of it, it's a beautiful movie. Both of these movies are very beautifully shot, like and like like from the the choices of framing and like just lots of very uh, beautiful locations and like like very well crafted. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and kind of like that takes on the role of the emotional arc of the movie. Is like you're kind of led through that rather than by. The, like expressions of the actors um so in terms of what I would suggest this for um if you like a very very dry comedy or if you like something more uh experimental um oh anyway, I just got cut off um, but uh so like if if you've seen the favorite uh this would be definitely a next one to check out um you just got to be. Uh, I think it's great for somebody who's looking for something to kind of shake them from their cinematic rut if they feel like they've just been watching the same kinds of movies over and over again. I think this is a very good way to kind of get you excited about just what movies can be.
1: What do you think about that? This is not the same kind of movie. This yeah. is something new. <laughs> I think you will enjoy this. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I believe. Did, did I share with you, Ben, that I have some trivia for you today?
0: I think I think you did. I don't know if we shared that with the listeners, but
1: okay. we got some surprise trivia, and we'll see how I do. Okay. Think Ireland. Think, think St. Patrick's Day. I want, okay. You need to be in that headspace. All right. I'm, I'm envisioning beautiful rolling green hills. That's it. You've got it already. <laughs> Perfect. Um, number one here. Which word completes the title of the 1952 romantic comedy drama film The Blank Man? Directed by John Ford, starring John Wayne, and set in the Irish countryside. Is it The Green Man, The Lucky Man, The Quiet Man, or The Ornery Man? Ooh.
0: I want to say The Green Man, just since we're on a St. Paddy's
1: theme. Well, you went for the trick answer, It is The Quiet Man. Oh, The Quiet Man. This is kind of a beloved movie, so um, very beautiful. It's set in Ireland. Um, Can't go wrong with that one. Absolutely. So, um, how about this? Which Friends star had his or her film debut in the 1991 horror film Leprechaun? Ooh,
0: okay. Oh, I know it's... It's either Jennifer Aniston or Courtney Cox. Which one was it? I think it was Jennifer Aniston.
1: I, I will take that. It was indeed Jennifer Aniston. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love when you see um, kind of people who become big stars get their start in um, kind of a not very good horror movie. Absolutely. I, yeah. That's the way to go, and I think there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, So low pressure. <laughs> um, I don't know if you can tell. I was really excited about Leprechaun today. So I have another Leprechaun question for you, Ben. All right. Which of the following is not a setting used in the Leprechaun horror film franchise, originally starring Warwick Davis? Um, Is it Las Vegas, The Hood, Santa's Workshop, or Outer Space? Which one is not a setting used in the movies?
0: Mm, That's a tough one. I think Santa's
1: Workshop. You're a smart man. You you got that right. Those are real settings, <laughs> the other three. I,
0: and I believe you mispronounced it. I believe it was in the Hood. <laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs> yes, you are correct. Um, I have seen those. There's two of the movies are set in the Hood. Yeah. Um, they're they're not the best ones, I don't think, but uh, they kind of come... Oh, that's a matter of opinion. Well, yes, I, yes. Ice tease <laughs> in yes. Those yes, it's a matter of debate for the ages. Yeah. So <laughs> Okay Ben, um I need you to name the 26-year-old Irish-American actress who has starred in films including Ammonite, Little Women, Brooklyn, Mary Queen of Scots, On Chesil Beach and Lady Bird. Oh.
0: Mm. Is is this a multiple choice? This is not. Oh, okay. Um her name is Oh, can I pronounce it? I, and, I, and I might be getting her mixed up with the director that she works with a lot. Uh, does, it start, does it start with an S?
1: Yeah, take it home. Sawyer Ronan. So my understanding is that it's Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse, okay. Yes. Very cool. So, but, I've
0: actually never heard it said. I've only read it a million times.
1: Yes, Sersha Ronan. Saoirse and Ronan. She's pretty fantastic. I really yeah. love her. I think she's um, great, yeah. Lady Bird is fantastic. So if you haven't seen that, check that out. I have one final question for you today, Ben. I'm proud of this one. Which baddie from the Star Wars films is portrayed by an Irish actor? We have Count Dooku, Director Krennic, Grand Moff Tarkin, General Hux, and Captain Phasma.
0: Oh, I, I know this one. It's General Hux. Ah, uh, I wanted to trick you. <laughs> he. Uh, oh, I just, I love Dom Gleeson. I think we both love Dom Gleeson. <laughs> He, he's sweet, even when he's, he's playing a bad guy yeah, on Star Wars. Like even so. he, even Despicable
1: General Hex, we
0: just we just spoon for him.
1: Yes. <laughs> so with that, thank you Ben, and thank you all for listening. It is St. Patrick's Day, and this is the Five Minute Film Finder. If you want to hear more content like this from us, please uh, like us, subscribe, share with your friends. If you have any thoughts or questions, anything like that, you can email us at podcast at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. That is podcast singular at pioneerlibrarysystem.org. And with that, we will bid you a good day. Bye.